Welcome to the Promo Cares Radio Podcast, where we share the stories about the good being done in the promotional products industry. From philanthropic efforts to cause marketing to giving programs, these are the people who are inspiring others to improve the world through promo. To learn more about Promo Cares, visit promocares.org. Now, on with today's show. And welcome to the Promo Cares Podcast. I am your host of this fine program, Bill Petrie, president of Promo Corner and friend of Promo Cares. And today we have the master behind Promo Care. So I don't know if you'd call it a very special edition, but I'm going to go ahead and call it that anyway. A very special edition of the Promo Cares podcast because we have the co founder and president of Promo Cares on with me and also the founder of Social Good Promotions, a, a great distributorship up in Michigan based on creating social good and change. The one and only Roger Burnett. Roger, how the heck are you today? My, my first inclination when you said master was to do the oh, 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 the evil laugh, but it doesn't really line up well. I don't think it really care, goes. So, yeah, no. yeah I, I think it is not in alignment with the mission of Promo Cares. <laughs> so forgive me for not uh, not having a ready uh, reply, but it was because I got caught in the evil laugh headspace. Yeah, I totally, totally get that. No, uh, but no, you are, along with Danny Rosen, the uh, co-founder of Promo Cares, and I know you all have taken the lead, and uh, along with Danny Rosen and Tony Wavering and David Schultz, really running with Promo Cares. So it's very exciting what you guys are doing. And when we, you and I were talking about ideas for the podcast, you very uh, smartly said, hey, you know what we ought to do? I think it's time for an update. And I thought, you yep. know what? That sounds like content creation right there to me. So here we are creating content. So I have a couple questions for you um, that just, you know, let's riff on these and have a little bit of a conversation kind of update anybody. So it's been 18 months uh, roughly since the initial meeting in 2018 at PPAI Expo in Las Vegas when there were 40-so, five people in the room at the uh, launch, the nexus, if you will, of Promo Cares, right? The, the, the starting point. And it's really been six months since the last update. So I just want to ask an open-ended question to you, Roger. Where is Promo Cares now? Promo Cares lives in the hearts of the folks that continue to carry the message of making the world a better place by using their businesses for superpowers for social good. It lives on in uh, an ever-growing circle of industry practitioners. Uh, It's fun, really, Bill. From from any other angle, the most fun part of all of this is getting notes from people that have decided to make a decision to incorporate a give back of some sort into their own sales efforts and to hear the stories of what happens to those people when they make those choices and then consequently what happens to the places that receive the goodness that's given uh, by the distributor or the supplier who's made that choice. Um, it's re- really, really is the, the wind underneath my per- wings personally uh, that keeps me going and, and in a lot of ways has been the inspiration behind a lot of what we're doing at Social Good Promotions. But um, from a from a purely blocking and tackling perspective, Bill, I'd say uh, Promo Cares really has two big elements of what's going on that are worthy of reporting. So, um, as you know, and as those of you who are listening um, have witnessed from either your product searches in Sage, 
or uh, Common Skew Collections if you happen to be a Common Skew user, or even uh, Tony's product, the uh, Promo Hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's ways for people to find products that have been identified by the supplier as having a give back component. And we're seeing growth in that category uh, of, of suppliers adding additional products into the mix uh, on a monthly basis, really, that, that have some give back element. And we've uh, secondarily, you know, we've been able to identify and spend some uh, more time with some of the suppliers within the within our industry that are really, really heavily involved in uh, not just giving back, but having their businesses actually be listed as superpowers for social good. I know one that comes to mind is uh, Maude and the group over at Helping Hands Partners that I know you're getting ready to interview. Yeah, well, they, a few, they a will definitely. I'm, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, which means I totally did, and I apologize. <laughs> I should be better than that. But yeah, they're going to be on a future Promo Cares podcast. Yeah, so really the balance has been trying to find a way to transition from just a product level uh, filter, if you will, to offering opportunities for suppliers within the industry to take on a broader give back, be it with uh, you know a percent of sales being returned to a nonprofit that could be documented or offering up a certain amount of hours within uh, their employee ranks to be used for volunteering and other give back activities. You know, we, we really want to open the door to showing suppliers a path towards being able to either develop their giving heart or in instances where those have already been um, established to giving them an opportunity to be able to tell that story in a more meaningful way. And, you know, be that if it be by a certification process, which is something that we're still working on. Um, And from the certification process perspective, just to touch on that real quickly, that's really the second part of what's going on is um, coming up with criteria that are inclusive instead of instead of exclusive. Yeah. And I think what really um, has gone on there is it's it's taken on uh, more time and really more effort than I think any of us really originally expected. Mm -hmm. And um, really in not so much in the creation of the criteria as those came together relatively quickly. It's making sure that in the application of those criteria that we give as many industry suppliers a chance to participate as possible. And I think that that's really been where it's been a little bit of a Rubik's Cube for us. So we've um, enlisted the help of many suppliers within the space, both from a small, medium and large perspective, and then as well as suppliers who maybe have had some experience in this already that we can borrow from their experience to help um, apply these criteria to suppliers of all sizes um, as a finished product. So we're, we're on our way there. I think that piece of it has really taken longer than any of us expected. And we wanna make sure from an update perspective that we explain why that's the case. So, but from a product perspective, you know, I just, I wanna end this piece of it by saying, you know, if you are searching for items to continue to show uh, prospects and customers that have a give back component, that that category is growing uh, almost, uh, like I said, on a monthly basis. Yeah, no, that's great update and great update. So how do you solve that Rubik's Cube? I, I know that's been a continual challenge and challenges, that's that's okay, right? Because you, you want to do it the right 
way, mm-hmm. right? And it's got, I always like to say, so things have to pass the red face test. Right. <laughs> you want to be able to say, this is how we're going to do something and not blush. How do you solve that Rubik's Cube? Or is that something you guys are still working on and, and it's not ready for, for uh, you know, ready for public dissemination yet? Well, ultimately, we've got to put a stake in the ground, Bill. And yep. My my if I'm if I'm um, trying to read the tea leaves here, I would say by the time we get to Expo next year, mm-hmm. which would be the the next big update would be yep. uh, January of 2020. My expectation is that we will have all of that worked out and awesome. have already had it communicated to the field in a way that suppliers could then promote their participation at Expo 2020. And, and by the way, thank you for taking one of my later questions, which was where do you see Promo Cares and where do you want it to be at the annual meeting in 2019? I'm sorry, yeah. 2020. Um, and you just answered that. So awesome. That's a great update because the undertaking's huge. And I don't think, and, and I've sat in the boardroom, so I, I you know, I'm, I'm not on the board anymore. I just don't have the bandwidth for it, but I've sat in the boardroom and I know that the people there led by you care so deeply about getting this done, certainly efficiently, but more importantly, getting it done the right way. And so yeah. I, uh, on behalf of an audience that can't interact with us right now, I applaud yeah. you and your efforts for making sure you're taking the time to do it the right way. I think I think that's the, an important piece there. Yeah. And Bill, I just w- I wanted to make sure like we, we could have gone and and published already and sure if you if you look at the website there there's criteria listed there so mm-hmm. there's there's sort of some guiding principles available to interested parties should they want to preemptively make a decision about whether or not they'd be able to participate but really i, I just and i can't stress this enough input is very important so from any member of the space that feels like they have something to share from mm-hmm. a uh, advice or feedback or here's why this would be a challenge for me or have you considered an, another alternative that maybe we've not you know um, yeah. had the opportunity to hear before you know conversation is important when it comes to this decision making process and you know it's all being done to your point it for doing it quote the right way but to me and really what we're saying is it's being done in the way that can be most inclusive And had we launched with the original criteria as we had them listed, the concern we heard was that smaller suppliers would not have the opportunity to be able to participate. And that would really be a shame because it's really emerging suppliers in the space that are using purpose as a differentiator. It's really important that we're able to tell those stories like packed with purpose and helping hands partners and Um, You know, some of the other smaller suppliers, uh, Riviera Towel comes to mind. You know, some of these ones that if we were to have applied those original criteria, they would have been shut out. So we're very sensitive to it and we want to make sure that we give every single person who has a giving heart the chance to play in the sandbox with the rest of us. That's awesome. What a, what a great uh, philosophy, great way to look at it, Roger. I want to shift gears a little bit, and thanks again for the the update on Promo Cares. We'll, we'll kind of wrap up, uh, wrap it up with a bow here at the end. But I want to ask you, so you recently went to Band Together, which if uh, people aren't familiar with, Band Together is a, a charity 
Um, it was again another another uh, Danny Rosen jam, if you hmm. will. Uh, Danny Rosen started a band together with a, a band of Merry Misfits in Raleigh, North Carolina, in the wake of 9/11 to raise money for um, the first responders. And it over the years, it's morphed into um, a really uh, an event based in uh, really based in Raleigh and focused on Raleigh, um, raising money. They pick a, a new non for profit every year. There's a very uh, rigorous vetting process. I know of, and they do it through music. So they they pick a not-for-profit every year, and um, they raise money throughout the year. And, and over the last few years, they've presented over a million dollars to specific not-for-profits, which is an incredible story. But like I said, it's based around music. And so I know you traveled to Raleigh uh, about a week and a half ago to attend Band Together's main event, the big event, um, something that uh, I had promo FOMO. It's my <laughs> first my first year and uh, the last six or seven not attending. Uh, just couldn't make it work this year, so I had to, to uh, view it through the eyes of social media. But I don't necessarily want to talk about the, the actual event. I want to talk about something that happened the Friday before the event. I might even been a Thursday. So you uh, and some other people with, with large giving hearts attended something called the Wisdom Session, um, I think you termed it. And I wanted you to share a little bit about what that is, how it came about, and the mysteriously named Rob Lowe, no, <laughs> not that one. So if you could kind of just, just tell your tale. Uh, about that because I, I, I've read it in your blog and I was fascinated. I saw it on social media and I probably know a little bit more about it than others, but tell your tale about that uh, wisdom session at Band Together in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, man. Boy, there's a lot to unpack there. What what a, what a, I, I'm still floating in a lot of ways coming back. It, it just continues to amaze me how, how Danny and the Band Together uh, organization find ways to surprise and delight us um, in new, new and inspiring ways. So one of the ways this year that all of that um, happened was in, in this wisdom, wisdom council, as it was called. Uh, D- Danny being the big-hearted do-gooder that he is, well, he was invited onto the mysterious Rob Lowe's uh, Giving Back podcast series, which Rob traverses the world talking to people who are using their businesses as superpowers for social good. And Danny with band. He's your hero, isn't he? He's got to be your hero, Raj. It's it's well, and then to, to meet the guy on top of it, but, but more on that later. So, um, so Rob, by way of his interview of Danny knew about the main event, made it his mission to travel from one coast of the country to the either to the either side to attend the event with the rest of us who make the pilgrimage every year. So um, not only did we find ourselves in Rob Lowe's company, he actually was our roommate for the weekend, which was a whole. Oh, added that's look. right, because you stayed in Paul Bellton's uh, yeah. Love Shack there, right. the Airbnb Love Shack. Yeah, so so a whole nother layer to the story there. But um, so Rob, with Danny's major assist, pulled together this session where. 20 nonprofit leaders from the Raleigh area came together for a roundtable discussion led by Rob about common challenges that nonprofits face and the ways that each of them are confronting the problems that they're all faced with. Okay. And it was one of the most enlightening, warm-hearted, caring 
moments I've ever really been a part of. And mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to really kind of just be a fly on the wall because, I, you know, my business has a nonprofit mission. Right. But, but I am not a nonprofit. No, you're not. You can't be. You're not in a position to do that, right? So, so by having an opportunity to hear firsthand the challenges that nonprofits are faced, what great way for me to then inform the mission of my organization as I'm approaching for-profit businesses and helping them connect purpose with what their efforts are. So if I know specifically that one of the major challenges that we see is this thing called imposter syndrome, where the leader of the nonprofit oftentimes comes to be the leader of their nonprofit by accident. Mm -hmm. And in many instances, they don't didn't have any expectation that they were going to be running an organization, much less running a nonprofit organization that then has some kind of community outcome attached to it. So just because you believe in something wholeheartedly does not necessarily mean a good business owner or business runner you may be. Yeah. So hence this idea of having imposter syndrome and not in many instances, even feeling worthy of the ask that's necessary from donors in order to continue to do the good work that these nonprofits are doing. It was just so enlightening, Bill, and really helpful for me uh, to be able to understand how to make an impact on a nonprofit really almost from the get-go by virtue of the knowledge that I was able to pick up in the process. So by, by virtue of Danny's philanthropy, by virtue of his willingness to do the hard work for 18 years now to produce an event that has can you know just grown and evolved and gotten better and bigger over the years we were able to establish a relationship with a new friend mm-hmm. learn about someone who is hearing stories of goodness all over the world on a daily basis and then really be able to dial in our efforts on what it is we're trying to accomplish when we're impacting nonprofits ourselves i mean we really talk about a triple crown of goodness and all wrapped up in a weekend with good friends, amazing music, which there's a whole sub thread of what happened with the music oh, um, I know. as well, but just an amazing and amazing time. And, and really uh, I, what I, how I wanted to finish this part of it up is by saying uh, what two better people in the world to be inspired by than Danny Rosen and David Schultz and to have right. their two major giving events happen on back-to-back weekends in the middle of the summertime really is just an excellent reminder to all of us about our own individual abilities to make the world a better place and what consistent and repeated effort in trying to do so can turn into uh, when the right set of circumstances come together. I mean, Danny giving getting a million dollars for, um, for the Interfaith Food Shuttle and then David Two and a half million dollars for um, children's varsity. Children's, yeah. I mean, it's just that that's a lot of money in in 10 days time. And I, I just can't I can't express my um, my admiration for both of those guys any more than than what I'm doing right now. Well, and you, you, know, you touched on something there, right? You, you've got people who are really doing things. And if you're not paying attention, especially in our industry, it sounds like, oh, that's a fun event and get together and listen to some music. And, you know, you go to Big Slick in Kansas City and there's all sorts of cool celebrities there. But I always like to tie in, and if you listen to the podcast, you probably know this, but I always like to tie in a promotional products aspect to it. And 
at Band Together, man, there it's not just a bunch of promo mofos hmm. running around, which which it is, but there are promotional products tied through that entire event. Yeah, um, it's just permeating through whether it's t-shirts or koozies or sunglasses or what have you. There's signage, all, signage, um, paper um, masks. Uh, you know, when Ben Folds Ben Folds did it a couple years ago, we all had Ben Folds masks. <laughs> um, so you have you have those that component, and then the same thing over at Big Slick, um, with T-shirts and hats and all sorts of signage and, and all sorts of promotional products, and then you know especially when you know you think of Band Together, obviously Danny runs a distributorship in, in Raleigh um, along with Robert Five Ash uh, called Brand Fuel, and then you have uh, David who is a huge part of Big Slick um, uh, over at Common Skew, and then you know that uh, Paul Rudd who uh, is a a founding member of Big Slick, was David's freshman year roommate, but his sister Mandy runs a um, distributorship in Kansas City. And David Keckner, and if you don't know his name, he played Todd Packer on The Office, but his sister Joan runs a uh, distributorship in, and he's a, a, a charter member of band or of uh, Big Slick as well. And Joan runs a distributorship in Kansas City as well. So you have these wonderful, um, t- this wonderful tapestry of promotional products. People really looking for ways to use promotional products as a vehicle to make the world a better place. You talk about ten and a half million dollars over the course of ten years at Big Slick, um, given to Children's Mercy, and I don't know what the entire total is for Band Together. But it's it's certainly in the $10, $10 million range because they've been mm-hmm. doing it, I think, since, like I said, 2001. So it, it always warms my heart. And, and, you know, as someone who attends LEAD every year, Legislative Education and Action Day, and where we go talk to members of Congress and their staff members about the value of promotional products, uh, I always start off by saying, when I say promotional products, what do you think of? And almost to a person, they think of it is a trivial meaningless piece of advertising and it is so my pleasure to turn the tables on them and explain no you're wrong and let me tell you why you're wrong and i can either talk about the wrist wristband i wear for the american heart association i can talk about big slick and and how promotional products really pushes that forward i can talk about band together you know it's there if you want to find it and and to me that is um, kind of the genesis of promo cares yeah it's crazy it's crazy how good it's been, and the impact is. Yeah, it's it's actually, uh, Bill. We we were joking at uh, band together this year. I, I happened to make an aside to someone. I said, you know, it, it. You would think that somebody who runs a promotional products business is involved in this event, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we they do such a masterful job of not just giving you stuff. Like yeah, we all we all go to events and you get stuff thrown at you, and you're like, God, why? No, I like, please don't give it to me. The, um, especially uh, with David's Charlie Hustle tee. I mean, he's selling $100 t-shirts like yeah. they're going out of business. Oh, I know. Right? So Kegger at my mom's house. <laughs> so the idea of it being a commemorative, you know, and yeah. this, this notion of promotional products not necessarily being seen in the negative light when they're presented as being a commemorative yeah and and that's really what we're talking about when it comes to these events all right great great stuff again i can't applaud you and the merry band of misfits for what you're doing at promo cares real quick how can people help out how can they get involved let's remind everybody of that yeah so i'm frequently contacted by distributors asking how they can be promo cares certified 
there's not really a certification process for distributors. However, if you do contact us and explain what you're attempting to do, we will give you guidance to help you understand how to do it in the most efficient and effective way possible. We will also, um, uh, once you've established like the procedure of how you're planning on accomplishing that task, once you've documented that and submitted it to us, once it's approved, we'll actually give you the PromoCares logo and assets to use in your own promotion of those efforts. So put the, put the campaign together, get some advice on it, polish it up, submit it to us, and then we'll help you promote it. Not only will we give you advice on how to promote it yourself, we'll actually promote that on the PromoCares social media sites as well so that you can point to that for credibility and authority with your own buying communities in a way that shows that it's not just you know your own efforts, it's that you've reached out to a larger entity to try to, short of certification, mm -hmm. um, but at least approved, if you will. And yeah. then on the supplier side, it really just continues to be uh, in the product data side of things, you're gonna want to uh, check the boxes in those um, industry search tools that are enabled for social goods. So that's Sage, Common Skew Collections, uh, Promo Hunt has a social good component mm -hmm. as well. If you submit to them uh, what the give back portion is or what the social good component is of that product level criteria, it'll then be added so that it can be found by distributors who are searching that way. Oh, awesome. Really, really, really great stuff. Roger, can't thank you enough for uh, uh, coming up with the idea of doing this on such short notice, but I think it's an important update and I think it's one that uh, people will take to heart. So again, thank you for all that you do. And uh, on behalf of everybody at Promo Cares, we thank everybody for listening. Don't be shy. Get involved. It's, it's not a, uh, a trivial thing. It's not a trivial movement. It's, it's something that's uh, happening and happening at a large scale. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll call, uh, talk to you next time.